Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, July 27th, 2018. I'm Tom Merritt. Slack has agreed to buy Atlassian's HipChat and Stride assets, with Atlassian receiving a stake in Slack. Cloud versions of HipChat and Stride will shut down in February, with locally installed versions allowed to run for up to two years, depending on the version. Customers will be offered a migration path to Slack, but will not be forced to move. Google updated its Play Store app submission guidelines and now explicitly bans apps that appeal to children but contain adult themes, apps that facilitate the sale of explosive firearms, ammunition, or certain firearm accessories, and apps that are themselves cryptocurrency miners. Google also now bans apps with repetitive content in order to stop multiple versions made from templates and wizards and such. Apps that are primarily made of ads are also banned, and apps that intentionally mislead users. LinkedIn has added the ability to send up to a one-minute voice message on its iOS and Android apps. Messages can be played back on the apps as well as the website. Disney and 21st Century Fox shareholders both voted to approve the sale of most of Fox's assets to Disney. What's left will become New Fox, which will include Fox Broadcasting Company and Fox's TV station group, Fox Sports, and Fox News. Disney already received U.S. approval in exchange for agreeing to divest itself of the regional sports networks within 90 days of the sale. Disney still needs approval from a handful of international regulators before it can close the deal, which is expected to happen in the first half of 2019. Google will now show time, location, ticketing, providers, and other relevant information when returning results for events. Users can save events and share them with others. The new features should start rolling out early next week. Telegram has added a feature called Passport, which it says is phase two of its Telegram login project. Users can upload their ID to Telegram storage, where it's protected by end-to-end encryption. Websites that require ID can implement Telegram Passport support instead of requiring an upload. ePayments is one of the first to support the feature. MoviePass's service was unable to process tickets requests Thursday because it hadn't paid the company that processes its payments. Parent company Helios and Matheson borrowed $5 million to pay the company and get everything working again. Norway's Opera launched its initial public offering on Thursday on the NASDAQ at $12 a share. Trading opened at $14.34 a share, and the company raised $115 million Sorry, on Friday. Opera is owned by a consortium of Chinese companies. Amazon's Q2 earnings are in. The company reported revenue rose 39% in the quarter. Revenue of $52.9 billion just missed expectations of 53.41. But earnings were $5.07 a share, ahead of $2.50 expected, and well up from $0.40 a share last year. Revenue from Amazon Web Services rose 49% to $6.11 billion, while advertising was the fastest-growing segment, up 132%. Twitter reported monthly active users fell by 1 million as it removed bots and spam and failed to attract new users. Twitter says user numbers will continue to fall this year because of that. Twitter says it's prioritizing cleaning up the platform over near-term product improvements that could drive usage. Twitter daily active users were up 11%. That's the seventh quarter in a row of daily growth. Twitter also reported its third straight quarter of positive income at $100 million. For the first time, overseas revenue contributed to the majority of Twitter's ad sales. 
Nigeria's 21st Century Fiber ISP and Google announced they will roll out 200 new free Wi-Fi hotspots across five cities in Nigeria within the next year. Sites will include markets, transport hubs, shopping malls, universities, and more. Google previously rolled out Google Station in India, Indonesia, Thailand, and Mexico. Lenovo's smart display with Google Assistant is now on sale. It comes in versions of 8 inches at $199 and a 10.1-inch screen version for $249, both with a front-facing 5-megapixel camera. Yet another CES announcement that's shipping. And finally, Nintendo announced its first new Labo kit since the original launched in April. Vehicle Kit will let you build controls that operate a car, plane, or submarine on your TV. The new kit will be available September 14th for $70. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.